Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Tuesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Yes. Hey guys, happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Wednesday show, show of the Nikki Glaser podcast. In case you didn't know, that's Anya Marina, my best friend, singing um, my theme song. I love it so much. I was listening to one of the podcasts that I, it's like a, a series that I've referenced several times called uh, Every Single Album. It's like a Taylor Swift, uh, if you're Swifty, you got to go through that. It's on um, Ringer on the Spotify thing but i realize i've listened to only four episodes of it because there's only i you know there's i guess nine or because of how many albums she has but by the fifth episode i put it on yesterday and actually i'm up to seven so by the seventh episode i was already down with the music that they have in it you know it takes you about seven listens i think until you're like oh i recognize this this makes me get in the mood for the thing i'm listening to when you first hear a theme song you're like mm. And um, and then it just like puts you in the mood that you get into when you're listening. And I am so touched by how many people I say this every episode. I feel like every episode is a very special episode. I'm really touched by all the people that write to me and say that this puts you in a good mood or it just 
gets you out of your head or it just feels like we're friends and you're talking, you're listening to some friends talking because honestly, that's what it is for me. Like I, uh, you know that, you know this, but, uh, and, and I, I, I feel like it's just all such like things that you say as a host to like get people on board with what you're doing. So it's all like, usually people say this stuff as lies. I just want to tell you, like most people are li- liars and they think they're not lying, but they're like, I love my fans. And they say that shit because they want you to buy things. You know, I don't like actually like I have imposter syndrome. So I'm always like, only buy it if you want to. Like, I feel that way. I never ask you guys to do anything. You know, you know what I mean? I told you yesterday, like your time to me is so valuable. And the fact that you invest your time listening to this, even if you put it on like in the background when you're cleaning, like the fact that my voice is in your ear at any point in the day means a lot to me. And I'm really it's on my mind that I try to not waste your time with it. Um, but that being said, I, I will because I'm a, a flawed person and I will make mistakes. But that's what we let our friends do is make mistakes and forgive them and listen to their podcast the next day and hope for a better one. Um, but what was I getting at there? Oh, I just really feel like you guys are my friends. <laughs> it's so weird. Like every day I feel like you guys are like the types of friends that uh, you don't ever have to ask about their life. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I just get to, you guys are the type of friends that I am going through a lot and I just need to like let it all out. And you, you just kind of sit there and go, "Uh uh-huh. Like I feel that from you. And I realize this is not a two-way friendship and I wish that it could be more. And that's why we're incorporating more listener stuff. Um, And I, I, I love your DMs. I love the handwritten letter a bestie handed to me in the airport last week. What was her name? Isabella is uh, Abigaila. She um, was so cute. I saw this girl in the airport sitting next to me at LAX. I was flying home and I saw her actually at security. I know you're listening. Wait, wait hold on. Let me just go grab the note real quick. It's in my room. One second. Oh, no, it's right here. It's right here. Oh, yes. Okay. I said it here because I wanted to have it like. I don't know. I, I'm thinking like I want maybe eventually when we go. Oh, Noah had it on her phone, too, because I screenshot or I uh, sent a picture of it to Andrew and Noah. Um, I, I eventually maybe want some kind of like fan shelf when we are doing the show. Like we have like tchotchkes and things that fans gave us that we can put up just to like represent you guys, because I really appreciate everything. Um, I won't be printing up your DMs, but your DMs mean a lot to me as well. Um uh, here we go. It says Nikki. So anyway, I saw this girl at security. Let me just set the stage. So cute. Amazing posture. And I got jealous because she was like patiently putting on her belt after TSA. I think she was in front of me, but I, I saw her at TSA. Young girl, really cute, put together. Um, And she had a belt and she was, you know, like after TSA, you like go over, there's benches set aside for people who need more time, like the elderly. Well, this bitch just heads over to this bench and she's like, just gently put like she has time there's no rush she's just putting on her belt and like really like present and I remember remarking in my head that I wish I had that kind of just like I'm just this is gonna take as long as it takes and I'm gonna put on my belt without haste I'm gonna move to the side so I don't feel like because whenever I'm grabbing stuff after the TSA I want to just stay out of everyone's way which by the way um uh, Isabella, by the way, is her name. Isabella was staying out of everyone's way. She just moved to the side so she could take her time. As opposed to me, I would be, first of all, I wouldn't wear a belt to the airport because I'd be like, it's going to annoy people and it's just going to be too much and I'll forget until the last second and then it's going to beep and then I'll have to go back and people will roll their eyes and get mad. Which, by the way, 
stop it. That is so ridiculous behavior when you get mad at people that forget to take off a thing, even though I'm talking to myself literally last week because I was like, bitch, I know, like, I can already see that that your sunglasses, you, you, they're on top of your head. I don't want to like police you, the TSA. It's their job to tell you to take those off, but I know it's going to beep. Yep. Yep. He told her, okay, now she's going to go back. Oh wait, she can't throw it on her bag. She has to get a special bowl. The bowls are on the other side because they haven't replenished them. So then you wait and I'm just like going and it's like, she didn't mean to leave them on her head. She's doing her best. This isn't Isabella, though. Isabella knew her shit. She just grabs her stuff. She goes over the bench and she takes her goddamn time. Because little did I know, Isabella and I were on the same flight. She was in no rush. I don't know what I'm rushing around for. I've forgotten my guitar at TSA. I've forgotten entire suitcases. One time I was late for a flight. It was the most harrowing moment of my entire life. I'm not joking you. You know, when you think back in your life and you go, when's the most stressed I've ever been? I was trying to make a flight. I was super late. I get out through TSA and I'm going to make it. I hear them calling like my name, like boarding. Like it is five minutes before the less than five minutes before the door closes. I had begged everyone at TSA when I am late for a flight. Let me do a service announcement. This is like last week when I said about fat people on planes or someone that might take up too much space or like look stinky or, or something. When you make a little like or like whisper about someone, you're so fucking obvious. OK, so stop doing that. This is another. And by the way, this is all stuff I needed to tell myself over the years. Here's another one. When you encounter someone at in line at the airport where you're going to check your bags or you're in line at TSA. And there is someone that looks harried. You know they're late. They're, they're making sounds to indicate they're late. Offer them to go ahead of you. Just do it. And if you're someone who is late, take the initiative and do this. Okay? This is, this is the exact tone that I do when I'm late for the airport. And by the way, don't feel bad about it because no one, I mean no one, has ever not been late for the airport. No one has ever had a clear record of never being late for the airport. There, first of all, you can oversleep. Oh, maybe it's your fault because you got hung, you were hungover. Oh, that's my fault. I'm so embarrassed. So what? You didn't mean to. You overslept. So you could oversleep. Traffic. Uh, poor planning. Just bad math. Um, you didn't know how long it would take to check a bag. So now you're in security and you're not going to make your flight and your bags are going to get on the flight, but you're not. I, any of these things, no matter what reason you're late, excuse yourself and realize that everyone in that line has also been in your shoes. They're not going to remember being in your shoes when you approach them, but just know deep down that they have and there's nothing wrong with what you're about to do. This is what I've done many times. And don't say it's because I'm a cute girl because I don't look like a cute girl in the morning most of the time. There's nothing about, I wish I did. I wish I could like put up my cleavage. So you go to the person in the very, you go to the closest person you can get to in the front. And you go, I am so sorry to ask this. This is exactly the thing. I am so sorry to ask this. I know how annoying this is. I am wondering if I could go in front of you in line. My flight is boarding in blah, 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 blah minutes. I, my, I, I didn't plan appropriately. I am so sorry. Would it be okay? You, you don't do the person in front of you. That's not going to help. You cut all these people. Now that person, if you're that person, by the way, I've been that person before where I just noticed someone who's panicked. And I'm kind of in the front and there's a lot of people behind me, but the person who's panics in the back, I say to that person, cause you know, the lines do a snaky thing. So you can kind of, I say to that person, do you want to get in front of me? And then I, I go, I've been there before. Get in front of me, girl, let's do this. And then I go, actually, I go to a person in front of me and I go, can she get in front of you? She's late for her flight. We've all been there. Can you let her in? And then I go to the back of the line, people behind me that she's also cutting. I go, is it all right if this girl who's very late cuts? Is anyone else super late? You can cut too. 
And then everyone gets on board. And you know what? If they don't get on board, fuck them, dude. You're going to be on the plane. But you, I hate seeing people scared to approach people and ask for a favor. Because if you would give someone that favor in your same situation, then you should ask for that favor. So let's all be more generous in airport lines and let people in front of us if we're not in a hurry and it's not going to affect things. Isabel's putting on her belt. I, I clock it. I go, I want that kind of patience. I get to my seat. I pick a seat. I have my guitar with me. I'm sitting at my seat by my gate. I have tons of time. I could have bought a belt and put it on and off a million times by a bench. Done a real Isabel, you know, but I'm sitting there. I'm sucking down a non-vegan, the only non-vegan thing I partake in because I really wanted it. And I'm so sorry to vegans out there. I am example of someone who is not perfect, but I do my best. And veganism does not have to be perfect. I got an ice blended from uh, Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf because it was the only one in the Southwest Terminal of LAX. It's a, if you want to get it, it's delicious. I don't, I, I'd rather you get vegan things, but I got it with almond milk, a vanilla ice blended, double blended with almond milk, sugar-free vanilla. Yes, I'm going to get cancer from it, but it tasted so good and uh, get it double blended because there's too many ice chunks. Um, so I'm sucking that down and making a mockery of like... <laughs> You know, just and I think I'm by myself, you know, the belt girl is kind of I see her in my periphery belt girls over there literally could not. I didn't notice that this girl noticed me at all. I was almost like, I feel like we would be friends. Like maybe she would know who I am. I think I maybe have that thought. Then I look over at belt girl. She has posture that is of a uh, princess. She has princess posture and she's not working for it. It's not like one of those postures where it's like she knows she's being looked at and she's trying to straighten her back. Just a naturally good posture. I then straighten my back. You know when you see someone with good posture and you replicate it and you go, oh, I could do this all the time and then two seconds later you forget and you slouch. I'm looking at this girl and I'm like, God, belt girl has it all together. She has perfect posture. She just looks like just like and and then she's like writing I think I maybe saw her writing the note that she gave me but I didn't know what it was then um you know 10 minutes later she walks up to me this is still like 20 minutes before our flight boards I think she's getting on the Denver flight which is now boarding she comes up to me and she goes um I forget how she did it, but she just like handed me this little uh you know note that she had uh folded twice and she goes um I just I'm a big fan. She was very like cool. She was like, I just want you to have this. I almost thought Isabel, I know you're Isabella. Sorry. I know you're listening or I hope you are. I literally thought you were going to be like, you're, you just seem so put together and someone I want to be that. I thought you were going to write me a note that was like, I know who you are and I didn't appreciate your statement on this thing. Like it's, it almost felt very like, I need you to know that like I almost thought it was going to be a bad note. Like she knew who I was, but like she has a problem with something I said once. Like you need to stop talking about this or like, I don't know what in my mind. I don't even know what I could have. Maybe like I did a rape joke and she heard about it on a show or something. And she was like, I thought it was one of those. Cause she just seemed like someone who was like two together to like me. This is my self-esteem issues. So she, I opened the note and she just goes, I'm a big fan. I didn't want to bother you. She was like, Oh, she said, um, thank you so much. She said something to the effect of like, you mean a lot to me and you've like your words. Thank you for do saying what you say or something like that. And I, I was it was a blur because I was like belt girl posture belt is talking to me. I was like nervous. She goes, Nikki, 
in parentheses, I assume it's you because guitar case. So I read it as she walked away, like after she walked away and was out of sight. I thought she got on the Denver flight. Turns out she was on my flight. She goes, I'm a bestie and don't want to make a scene. <laughs> I'm a bestie and I just go, oh, my body relaxed. And I don't want to make a scene, but I want you to know you are such an inspiration for me. <laughs> so sweet. You are hilarious, talented, and a role model to an aspiring screenwriter like myself. Oh, this bitch is a screenwriter. Then I go, what? I will send you a DM later with more details because I can't believe I'm sitting by you at the airport. Keep kicking ass and I'm excited to pitch my rom-com pilot to you one day xoxo bestie isabella tell andrew and noah i said hi by the way she wrote me later and said i'm so sorry i spelled noah's name wrong she put an h at the end of it and i was like no i don't care noah's just happy to get a shout out no and it was so sweet i love how much you guys love andrew andrew and noah she goes p.s can't wait for f boy island and she goes hope this note wasn't k she spelled it c-a-h then c-h-u then c-e-u or k-e-u then C-U-H I think K-U Any spelling you do of it Is fine with me by the way She goes I turned 26 yesterday And actually 26 This girl's a screenwriter She's 26 I turned 26 yesterday And actually saw you perform At the comedy store On my 24th birthday June 23rd 2019 Um I love her so much. Happy belated birthday, Isabella. She was on my flight and then I got a DM from her as I'm like putting my eye mask on and like bundling up. People are still boarding the plane because, you know, I got bumped up to 815 and I got a DM from her as I'm like resting and she was like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm actually on your flight and I'm going to probably see you. But I didn't see her again. I looked for her when we landed. Um, Isabella, I don't know where you live. I would just like to say for future reference, if you see me alone at the airport and you're a bestie, Come talk to me. I literally will not make you feel awkward. We will be like friends. I always like to talk to people. I'm very social. And if I don't, I can just, I will politely tell you, I have to work on this thing and I'll be honest, you know, or like, hey, I'm going through a thing and I kind of want to just like talk to myself. Like, I'll be honest with you and it will not feel like, oh my God, I bugged her. I always want to have a conversation with the bestie. I literally want to be friends with you guys. So Isabella, um, we already DM'd and you are going to send me your rom-com. I am going to star in it someday. And I'm so excited that you thought of me for it. Let's get Andrew in here. Andrew! Hacks is back for season three. And so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. 
Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Andrew, what's going on? I, Noah just said you look stressed. I didn't know about anything. You, she knows your phone? No, my phone. Oh, that's why you have your computer with you? Because you're using it to text? No, I'm using it to read the headlines in a minute here. Oh, right. But uh, my phone, the LTE or something, Verizon, shut my phone off. And now I went to my computer to get into the Verizon account. Mm-hmm. And I can't, my account is locked. So I'm trying to chat with them. I'm, and I started cursing out the computer. Like, uh, like, like you, were, who, I'm just, you were chatting yeah, at was, the computer and cursing them? I was yelling at a computer to go fuck itself. The computer or the person on the computer? There's or no the, person. The it's just the computer behind the computer. Like the little robot that goes, hey, can I help you with this? Yeah. That guy. Okay. So yes. I'm going, fuck you. I think it might be a real person. I hope. Really? What? No, it's you definitely t- not a real person. You literally wrote, fuck you? Yeah, I wrote, fuck you. You smell like shit. I want to kill your whole family. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, what happened? The LTE got shut off. I mean, I, I couldn't care less, honestly, about the details of it. But like, what what's the solution here? Well, the solution is I'll, I got to borrow your phone to call the 800 number. And I think it, that will work out. Yeah, you definitely can. You just got a new phone when we were after Cayman. You know what it is? I think probably I didn't pay my bill on time and they, right. sh- and they shut you things. down. But usually they let you call 611. The old not paying for things you need to pay for. I mean, being you know, an adult sucks. You know, 611. Uh, the 911 flipped on its head. Yeah. 
the old flipperoo. Yeah, it's like when you dial an emergency in um, when you're dyslexic. Yeah, it's when you call six one one and you say, "Hey, I'm having a heart attack," and they go, "This is Verizon, bro." <laughs> What's six one one? Six one one is to pay your Verizon bill. So oh. in the past, I've done this obviously many times. I'm a procrastinator. I never pay my bills sure, on time. Me too. I, I fucking suck at it. You don't suck at it. You're human. So in the past, when they shut my phone down. <laughs> where you have to pay like $25 yeah. to reconnect. They allow you to call 611 because they're the fucking devil because they just want their oh, money. It's, num- it's like you could call 911 from a broken phone and 611. I you don't even call- know if you could call 911 right. to be honest. Right. Sometimes when your phone is locked, it does allow you to call 911 like if you're just a person that found a random phone, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's funny that they're like, no, sorry. If you're stabbed, you're on your own. But if you want to pay us $50, you owe. That's why I get Give angry. us a call and we'll let you bleed out on the street while we <laughs> collect your money <laughs> and so and also hope that the person uh who does your finances after you die doesn't notice that they should shut off direct deposit on this oh yeah because we're That's running my a biggest tab. fear yeah. is that i die and i pay blacked raw 30 dollars the rest of my life <laughs> because no one's gonna shut it down no one even knows where it came from my my business manager just writes me at 11 p.m you know 11 59 p.m um do you authorize this charge and it's just some weird name you know they always have like all these like porn companies things either are charged to a weird name it's always like green sources inc or like you know it sounds yeah. like you might be donating to some some kind of global charity or and then you know of course all dildos and all that stuff shows up in a box that looks like you're getting files from like the the, the nixon campaign like the it's like like you're they f- show up like confidential files like it seems like you're involved in some sort of illegal activity because they're trying to be discreet I, just send me a dildo in a dildo case oh i didn't even know where you were going with this so you're getting wait well you know sex with emily sent us a yes. bunch of stuff she sent us flavored lube um she was on our show of course go back and listen to that one if you haven't um she sent me a vibrator necklace she sent me uh, a vibrator that i haven't opened yet because i'm very pleased in my sex life right now and don't really need it um and she sent us a bunch of uh, flavored lube and and a really nice note and said this is your new best friend and i was like wow she she thinks i'm lonely uh no she sent a really nice note and it arrived though in this like box that i thought i was getting like you know i thought i was getting paperwork for a new lease or something Uh, something. yeah or like ted not ted bundy ted kinshinsky who was oh, the, oh, yeah. Like it might Unabomber. have been Fanthrax. That's yeah, what we call, by the way, oh, you guys, yeah. <laughs> if fans send us anything that could harm us, like, you know, a fan loves you so much that they're like, here's a, a piece. Here's a, you know, it's I'm trying to think of what a fan would send that we would be like, OK, that's that, that would harm. Like, oh, you know what? When fans or send even me, if it's not nice, me's, even if it's nice that we don't, but it hurts us. Yeah, like not me. I get not me's all the time. People on Instagram sending me girls that look like me, and it's fanthrax because it's <laughs> supposed to be nice, but it feels like anthrax that I breathe it in because it's like <laughs> this is what I see you as, and that you know what I let. I'm so much better about it now because I do like look like these ugly women that they send me, and guess what? Sometimes I'm ugly, and I don't care, and I will be ugly someday. Not ugly, but and ugly is subjective, obviously, but sometimes it's not. Let's be honest with ourselves. No, it's objective for sure. I um, I'm not scared about being ugly. Uh, it used to really offend me that people could see me that way and now i'm like i'm still people would like me if i was discuss people would still listen to this podcast if i wasn't hot sure. i really believe that yes I-, I finally have let it in and i never really let that in before or if i wasn't like pleasing to the eye not hot per se but like you know just someone that people might 
want you know i always wanted girls to want to be me because that to me is the biggest form of flattery because when i want to be someone that means like i like you better than me you know mm-hmm. and so i always want girls to be like i love your outfit i want to wear that shirt that you have i want to wear the same makeup you have i want the same when girls are like what do you do for your skincare i'm always like what my skin like it makes me feel popular in this really sick way but now i realize I do think I I would not lose any fans if I became a if I was had an acid attack if some like mean woman threw acid on my face which is kind of a thing I'm in fear of. I'd right rather now. deal with that than <laughs> Verizon. I'll tell you that. Um, Freaking! Uh, I've never gotten a not me that was more attractive than me. Every what about no- Leaf Schreiber. No, but I. I did that. You not do me. that one. That's yeah, a I know. Personal I know. I always go. I, I always get not me's, and it's like this, like like a, a bearded gay. Can bear I show you one dancing? that I've been giving myself? A bearded gay bear dancing. And it's like, and they're like, like with the bear, Vaseline, like a gay bear. And I'm like, like oh my man. god, this has got to be Andrew. I know it's so offensive. I, I see that for you a lot too. I see people send me ones, and I go, I'm not sending that to him. That's abusive. <laughs> and I really want him to fold up some cardboard boxes later. And I don't need this. Oh god, to be like permeating our. So look at so my. My explore page is all Jennifer Aniston and, and Taylor Swift. Like that's all they give me. And recently they've been posting a lot of Jennifer Aniston um, from Howard Stern. You gotta see Jennifer Aniston and Howard Stern. I think I look like her in this. And especially since I got the same exact shirt. We were wearing the same shirt the other day. Hold on, let me find the clip of her. It's not great lighting. Would you love and by Jennifer the way, Aniston she looked, if she was ugly? Um <laughs> probably not, actually, because part of her appeal to me is her acting and like her facial expressions, if she could still make the same facial expressions, of course, in everything. But part of that is, um, let me just pull up. I got to show you. And you tell me if this, if, if I am right in thinking this kind of looks like me, not now, but, uh, so don't look at me now, Andrew. All right. I won't look at you now. By the way, I used that lube yesterday. Cookies and cream. Thank you. Sex with Emily. I've never used lube before. First luber. That was the first, first time, time using Luber ever. Yeah, yeah. And, and during sex, well, the, uh, people are opposed to it because women go, "Oh, that must mean that I'm not um, wet enough." Wet for enough, you? and it's guess what? Adding more wetness to already wet is so good. It makes it slippery and sleek. It's so Dude, freaking good. I've never been better I can't in bed. Find it? No, it's not oh, that, that one. one. No, it's not that one. It's her on Zoom. It's so weird because it was everywhere yesterday, and now it's pulled. It's like Howard Stern got it pulled. It was her on Zoom. And I typed in Jennifer Aniston Zoom Howard, and it's like nothing. So you look like a pulled Aniston. Yeah, they were like, we can't even have this. I bet her company, I bet her people were like, this is a bad shot of you. You look a lot like Nikki Glaser. We need to wipe yeah, this from the pull internet. This ASAP. That's so funny. I can't find. And no, it's not that Noah. It literally is swiped, wiped from the internet because I saw it everywhere on my explore page. She's talking to Howard. It's on Zoom. She's wearing a green top. If anyone can find it, please send it to me. Um. What I was going to say is that, wait, so the lube you used yesterday was so funny because I, I really do. Brenna is one of my like best friends in St. Louis now, Andrew's girlfriend. I'm really sad she's leaving. Uh, Yesterday, I, I wanted to talk. I've been wanting to talk about these hookups I've been having where I've been getting my sexual needs met, but not having actual sexual intercourse because i'm saving that for marriage i really am um but i'm doing literally everything else with someone and it just feels fun and uh, recreational and there's my heart is not getting hurt in the process at least not yet feels great um and then i want i've been wanting to tell andrew about it but it's like so graphic that it's like too much to tell a male friend and 
and I, I and you didn't really ask and I don't want to like thrust this on you not to use that word but Yesterday, Brenna was over and Brenna kind of asked about what was going on with me. And I was like, dude, I have so much to tell you. And I was like, Andrew, is this okay for me to like, and I went into like graphic detail of what I've been doing because not because I wanted to be like titillating and like, I just like to talk about sex graphically and the sex I have is so graphic. And I just want to say that any man listening that might want to be my partner someday, you don't have to live up to the things that I've done in my past. I think a lot of men are like, she loves anal and I don't want to do that. I don't need it. It's like escargot. Like if I went, I don't like, or I guess that's a bad example, but it's like a foie gras. Like it's something that's like a delicacy that I've had enough of in my life. I could go the rest of my life with, that's not true. I will do it to myself (laughs) next to you in bed and you don't have to do it to me. Like I would marry someone who is not kinky. Okay. You don't consider that intercourse? Um, I, I consider oral sex sex. I I keep saying to this guy that I'm we're doing this with. I keep going. We're having sex, even though we're you know it's not vaginal sex. But I'm only protecting my vaginal hole for marriage, <laughs> not because you were like, what's the difference if he sticks his penis in the other one? What's like the guy guys don't see the difference in that. But and I know I said to you, I, I would think say that some someday, women would agree with that. That's what I'm saying. I'm doing it for me because I I want to save something for the man that I feel like I'm going to marry. It doesn't mean like you have to marry me and then you do it. Like when I get that feeling of like this man is available, this man can love me, this man can be in a relationship with me at least for the ex- extended amount of time, I could see myself marrying this person down the line. Come on in my puss. But if I don't have that sense, either because I don't want it with this person or because that person doesn't want it with me, um... Usually I won't even engage with someone who doesn't want it with me if I want it with them But the person i'm currently fooling around with I don't want that with them So I am fine with them doing all the other stuff. First of all, they've done all the other stuff to me before Uh, We we hooked up years ago and now we're redoing that so it doesn't feel So I even said to andrew because he's like what's the difference and I go I can't wait to tell the person that i'm and feel that way like I have not had a penis in my vagina for now it's been over two years and and two of those years was because I wasn't hooking up at all but then I started hooking up again and I actually saved that part of sex for love I want love to be connected with that and Andrew was like I as a guy if I found out you got fucked in the ass a ton and you were like I but I didn't in my vagina it wouldn't mean anything to me and then I go I'm just then being it's honest. Not, no, no, I like yeah. your honesty. I First of all, I think the man that I will love, it will mean something to him, I hope. But if it doesn't, it doesn't matter because it means something to me. And You're like a born-again virgin. I, I really am. And I'm not saving it for Jesus or God, even though it is spiritual for me. Like I felt... I did the Sex with Emily podcast shortly after I had fallen in love and I did not have sex with that person that I fell in love with because I knew that they weren't available and I knew that I didn't want to consummate it in that way, even though I wanted to so badly. And I was really going through it afterwards, like, of like, I wish I would have, it will never happen, you know, all these things. And she asked me, um, she does these things at the end of her show where she like is like fill in the blank. And she's like, she goes, uh, this is kind of her voice. She's like, sex is best. The best sex in, uh, to have the best sex possible you need. And I just go love. And she goes, Oh, and I go, I didn't even expect that. Like, I now know that 
the best sex of my life is not going to be me tied up, getting things up my butt and like being choked at all the things that I actually do enjoy more recreationally. The best sex of my life will be really boring missionary and a penis in me. Like just it's going to have love in the air. That's going to be this like uh, this like we both love each other and not anyone else. I mean, I'm open to that as well, but like there's going to it's love. It's going to be special. I know, but why can't I never you just have it. both? Because to me, like, that, why, why are I'm we saving like, that hole for love. I just, I because I know it's going to be so special that I don't want to waste it. Let, let me give you an example. I don't want to eat a salad without dressing. And to me, a salad, all the ingredients of a salad could taste good enough without the added dressing because they're all like delicious things in a chopped salad. That salad's going to be the best with dressing. And I need the dressing is love. So I could enjoy it, but I'm going to wait because guess what? I can eat everything else on the menu and still have a really satisfying meal. But dressing is required for the salad. So if someone tosses my salad, please come on it first. Wait. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Throw a vinaigrette on there. Th- this isn't hard to grasp. Don't. It is act. hard to grasp. Really? Yes, dude. You're, I feel Noah, like you're contradicting yourself constantly. Noah is like nodding. Let- her head is almost falling off because she's like praising everything I'm saying. And I love I'm it. I'm so excited because like you are ready for love. Yeah, and I I feel it coming your way. You're like the perfect. I'm like, not. I, I, I hope all those things for her, and I hope but, I hope that she gets the vagina sex and the, the anal thing sex. Is, I don't I need don't a penis in my vagina because feel, the, the guy I'm hooking up with puts things in my vagina, and I couldn't tell the difference between his penis and a and a plastic thing. But that's my point. My point is why are, why do you put all these because, things because on your head? When and hormones when, are involved. That's my thing. When a real skin penis with thumping blood through it enters my <laughs> vagina, it will feel different. It will <laughs> feel different, and it will make my body shoot off hormones that I can't control. And so, to keep those feelings at bay, I have to protect myself. So I have to do. Listen, I would love to start dabbing marijuana just to get the highest high ever what but dip I, in the cock just a couple inches I mean, dabs are like intense weed they're concentrated weed but i i continue to smoke weed because i don't i don't want that much yet i'm not ready to let that in my life because it could ruin my life if i get that high. i don't want to know I, having a piece of my vagina has ruined my life before it has put me into a state of depression and dependence on a man who didn't love me and i don't want to do it again but and, you've had that without that what do you mean? The consequences had- don't outweigh the benefits. Yeah. What do you mean I've had it without sex? it? What do you mean I've had it without no, it? No, you've had heartbreak without having a dick not, in you. Not like, not like the kind with dick in you me. You think it's just because of the dick in you? Everyone has said, when I fell in love a couple months ago, everyone in my life, I think even you, were surprised at how little, if you've never seen me with dick heartbreak. How little, compared to other times I've let a man penis in me and when he rejected me how much it hurt i was i was hung over for months this time because i didn't let that man put his penis in me i was able to have such a clearer conscious like i was sad but it wasn't out of my control it didn't feel like an addiction having a penis in you for me my body creates an addictive thing with them and i am just as satisfied i could never have a dick in me again i swear to god i am just as satisfied having things put in me because i'm blindfolded the whole goddamn time anyway and i don't know if it's a dick or not but my body knows i'm not saying to me physically a penis and a and a dildo feel the same 
really like you know when there's a lot of stuff going on down there because i like double penetrate i like a bunch of stuff going on at the same time vibrator on my clit thing up my ass like dick in my ass but thing on my so it all feels the same but my body will do things just like when you eat something that tastes good and then your body no, fucking does something against your own yeah. will you can't control it that's what happens my point is is that you've done work on yourself you've matured sexually you, i you've just aged. don't want it i know i'm not i'm not telling you what okay. you feel or how okay how Sorry. i look at sex i'll, I'll, I'll say talking. i'll say i okay so yes. when i first lost my virginity or how i used to deal with granted i haven't had that many girlfriends but like sex was like this thing like once i have you know what i mean like and like then you kind of mature and it's just like something you do in the relationship mm-hmm. it's fun but like to put all this i'm just saying putting i would putting all this weight on it but i get it like if that's no, how it that's, affects it's you it's that special to me and i think it's something it's a gift i want to give and i know you were like i wouldn't even care about the gift if my husband or the person i go i haven't had sex in two years and i've had the opportunity and i've waited for this feeling and i'm giving it to you if that person doesn't find no, that special I think, no, no, I think then good. then that's fine but to me that's the gift i'm gonna give and it might be like a sweater they want to return but i thought of this person <laughs> before i even met them like i love the i think the romance of like i knew you were out there i've been waiting for you i gave my vagina to so many guys before that didn't deserve it and i let them in because i, I thought that. they did and now i finally am an adult woman and i know that you deserve this and this doesn't mean that you're locked into never breaking my heart but i trust you it's trust okay i i dig that i dig that i'm not trying to be like a, a contrarian no, I, dick i'm just saying like i i get like I, I just get like when when you put like these things on it for you like i just feel like i'm an why- addict so I need to put no more drinking. I can't just have yeah. one. I I no more starving myself. I, I can't that. just starve so, myself one day to look good tomorrow. But then you get addicted to not doing something. That's all I'm saying. Like so, you put these things. No, on you. I I don't I, drinking. I will. I plan on never drinking again. I'm not like waiting for someone to have the right booze or the right person to get drunk with. I really am not. But <laughs> Might this, happen on the same night you meet this, the good guy. I mean, who knows? But I gave up the pussy because I had a fireball shot. <laughs> I'm never gonna. I never want to starve myself again. I never want to eat in bed again. I never want to skip a meal again. I never want to. Um, drink again but i do want to have sex in my I, vagina I, again I, I will i that. possibly never yes but um it, it's it, it's something i actually don't need because i'm so sexually satisfied right now it's wild it, it's almost like the, we were talking about the other night about having kids and you were talking about like the benefits of like the feeling of loving something so much and i go I'm not craving loving something that much. I am satisfied with how much I love my niece and nephew. There's not a part of me that's like, I want more of this and almost it to be more like I, there's nothing in me that thinks it could get better than that. Even though I know it can with a child, I don't want it. I don't, there's nothing. My life does not feel deficient. And some people do. They go, oh my God, I want that. Well, I guess the only argument is there's been things that maybe you didn't think you wanted as much. And then you got, and then you're like, holy shit, I didn't even realize. I don't want to risk that. (laughs) Because if you find out you're wrong, that's 18 years. Because I do know. 45 years. I've been watching this show called Sex Life on Netflix that had been recommended to me. And you tell me if you want kids after seeing that. If If you're me, that woman is me. 
that woman has the same sexual desires as me, the same kind of, and we she have. becomes a mom. And <laughs> yeah. it just, I know that moms will relate to it. I want my sister to watch it. Even though this woman is like a true nympho and then she's like a mom and she's like, I hate my, she doesn't hate her kids, but I would love my kids, but it's just, I'm not craving it. It's not something I think about and I'm really satisfied with that. Let's get to the news. And if you want to write us anonymously and tell us that you actually don't want your own kids, I'd love to hear I would it. love to hear people <laughs> tell me whether I should or shouldn't have kids. And and we'll and do a poll. and in the honesty behind it. No, I, I think people wouldn't even admit it to themselves that the, that they wish they wouldn't have, because actually they don't believe that they, they, they. Even if it sucks, you know that if your child, I know that feeling happens where you, you couldn't go, say it. You couldn't say, it, but I, I'm, I've yeah. had one woman say it to me and go, "No one's going to tell you the truth. It's not worth it. It is not <laughs> worth it." One woman, and th- that woman was very much like me. Well, look, there's plenty of parents that have walked out on their kids' lives that have showed that they're not worth I it. I just don't need to test something that I'm not craving at all, is what I'm saying. I feel you. Yeah. All right, news. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, man, I hope you're having a great time out there. hope you're having all the holes plugged up except your vagina. And uh, you're having all the swells. Uh, all right. Let's- <laughs> Don't add that to it. <laughs> Ariana Grande is giving away $1 million what? worth of therapy to fans. What? Quote, unquote, healing is not linear or easy, but you are worth the effort and time, she said. Wow, I love this. Yeah, the singer has partnered with mental health support organization BetterHelp to help yes. match people seeking therapy with a licensed therapist. Grande has been very open about her own mental health struggles and yeah, her I mean, PTSD. Since the, since the bombing. Yeah. And also, she lost her, uh, Mac Miller. She, I mean, she's been through a lot. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that the no, relationship was love. tumultuous yeah. for sure. Um, that's great. I love anyone destigmatizing um, getting help. And, um, and I really think that I'm so glad that these people who people look up to are, are putting it out there because it's just. I wish everyone would be open to it. It's, um, but you can't force someone. That's the thing. They kind of just got to see that you do it and go, wow, that person is, you know, like the way that I've changed over the past couple of years, like the people that in my life that, that weren't around me so much before then, mm-hmm. like, you know, when I was living in New York, I didn't see my mom and dad as much. I didn't see, uh, the changes I've, I've been through over the past year, people have noticed and I've always been trying to like get them to do all these things that I did because really I was trying to get myself to do them because I wasn't really doing them and I was trying, but I just feel like now those people that I've been begging to get the therapy or the talk about the real things that I want to talk about are finally just doing it on their own because you can't force someone. And uh, I've been, I was told to get therapy for years mm -hmm. and I just, I didn't do it until I was right. Like until you were the other thing too. What made you ready? Just wondering. Uh, are you trying to say you did it? I mean, I'm trying to say I kind of inspired it. Yeah. I mean, I think you're causing it now. No, 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 no. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm the full reason, but you did quit drinking and you did start going to therapy after we became friends. Sure. I think, I think, I think it was a, a combination of things, but yeah, you definitely helped in the idea of better, making yourself the a better people self. You surround yourself with. It's not me, but it's like you were hanging out with people who drank every night yeah. and then you started hanging out with me and, I, and you were like, Oh, I kind of see another way to a thousand percent. Look, I, Thanks. before you, 
I did quit drinking like for like months on end. Like I would, so I was, I was heading yeah. towards there. Yes. And then seeing you being successful, seeing other comics that I really respect being successful right. and being, you know, I, just not drinking. It just made me, it just like solidified that was, me. That was it for me too, was knowing that John Mulaney didn't drink. And that was what, like the turning point for him when he was young was like quitting. He'd quit really young. Jim Norton quit really young. Like all these people who's were just so prolific, like either didn't have a drinking problem or they had, and they got it under control. And the people that do have a drinking problem, their work, they're, they're lucky. And it doesn't, it, 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 there's something missing from it. And I'm still trying to really hone into, I think I'm getting closer to just being, uh, myself and not having to try to be the successful person I want to be. Like it just comes, yeah. I just go towards what feels good and like, Oh, that means that equals success. Oh, F boy Island. I want to do that because that sounds fun. Oh, it's actually also really good for my career. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. As opposed to man, I got to I, I want to, um, I got to get on TikTok. and I'm like, wait a second. I don't, I don't want to be on TikTok because I don't need another addiction. I literally asked Carlisle Forster, who is kind of looking for some side work right now. I'm like, tell me what TikTok trends are going on because part of TikTok is like noticing what's happening on there and feeding yeah, the engine. Yeah, it's like being a stock day trader. But you have to be on it to nail it. So, And I don't want to be on it. It's not something I'm willing to give up is my happiness and my time. I don't want to give it to TikTok. I know that it, it just feels too good and is like an addiction. I don't need another. So... I I've asked Carlisle, I was like, will you make videos for me? Will you clip up my stand-up? Um, so that's a little thing that I'm like, oh, wait. It, before I would be like, get on TikTok because you need to learn it. And then I would just get stuck on TikTok. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, and, and getting sober. You just put your stand-up on there all day long. I know. And then not even think about it. But I still smoke weed constantly. And um, it's, to me, something that I really treat medicinally. It's it makes me work harder. It doesn't make me lazy. It doesn't have those side effects, although it ruins my voice. It is dirty and gross. I smoke out of a thing that looks like a crack pipe. So it's not like a good look for a 37 year old woman. Sometimes I have to like crouch down on a balcony. So I literally look like a homeless person crouching down so that because I have to crouch down so that um, the wind doesn't pick up like the things associated with smoking weed are not a good look. And I'm looking to figure out what that is that I'm trying to fill with that. But right, in, so I'm aware that I have an addiction now that isn't as harmful as, um, you know, alcohol. And, but I'm also addicted to my meds that make me happy and not want to kill myself. So, and marijuana has the same effect for me. It makes me happy. But you quit weed for a while. Yeah. And I w got really, really depressed. <laughs> and well, that's I'm like, scared of depression. Yeah. I'm just too scared of it. And the feeling I feel when I go to get a hit of weed that, because that's the, what you, can tap into when you're trying to deal with an addiction or something a behavior that you're trying to stop the feeling you have when you go to reach for it like that like i need this like why i'm trying to be in that feeling more and go what is really going on here yeah, like do you really want to get yeah. high like do you want smoke in your lungs that's going to make you like make music sound better for a second and then wear off and you're going to need it again or what what and i haven't nailed it yet but that's going to take journaling before i reach for the weed that's going to take calling a friend and saying i want to reach for the weed i'm still going to after this call but can i just talk out some feelings and i i just wanted to say that out loud because that's the approach i want to give to it today as i kind of reach a bottom with it of like i mean you're sitting on a chair by the way that has 
uh, spray tan stains on it, yeah. unintentional. I accidentally uh, sat on this chair and on my ankle, my spray tan kind of accumulates sometimes and it rubbed on it when I was practicing guitar once and I flipped it over and uh, for, so my mom wouldn't see my mom found it. My Andrew saw my mom find it and it I was, was like, I knew it was going to be a whole thing. And I'm like, it's fine. There's the other side is totally clear. But then yesterday I was smoking weed on that chair and I had the flip side where it wasn't where it was the nice side. And I was like, I might burn this couch with a spark or something. Oh, so you're used. So I flipped it back to the shitty side. That's my weed smoking side. So if that chair is flipped, you know, your girl's smoking weed. I just, Anyone out there who also smokes weed and struggles with it and has like a um, em- I do the same thing with a mattress. I come all over one side and then I flip the other yeah. and I sleep like a baby. Uh, <laughs> it's so it, that's the same for my mattress with spray tan and or shit. Um, but no, yeah, I'm I, just like trying to be honest about my weed smoking more because it's just I'm 37. I shouldn't be smoking out of a pipe and like no, you having to get hide a good it from bong. my niece. And ne- I mean, is there a way to make it more stylistic for me to be because I'm not embarrassed of it. It makes me it doesn't make me a worse worker. It does make me lose my short term memory, which is not good for stand up. But it also makes me not want to kill myself, which is also good for stand up. So what are you going to do? Uh, let's get to the next Killing story. yourself could be pretty cool for your career. I, I mean, can sell some trinkets. After you die, you, you know? gotta go in my phone and get all of the recordings. You know how Elvis and you know I gave you my phone code. Yeah, Elvis when he died, he made millions more, and way more money after they I died. I know I, I'm going to make a lot of money if I die tragically, yeah. not killing myself, but just you know a car accident or something. Merch. I, my mom and, and dad will be able to live <laughs> off of my recordings on my phone, but you gotta give them that code. I've sent it to them. My mom will not be able to find it in her email. You gotta send me the code again, but my phone's not working because of Verizon. So yeah, go. but it's in your email. I did send you all my stuff. <laughs> Um, and what song do I want played at my funeral? Uh, Wilco. Which one? Impossible Germany. Oh, dear. I know. Oh, she's a jar. One. I thank know. You, thank I know. You, it was a joke. I it was know. A, and by the way, Grande giving a million dollars. So many people, real quick, don't do therapy because they go, it's the most expensive thing. It's. I swear to God, you could find a therapist that... Especially if you have health insurance. It's just but an like, excuse even if you you're making. And you BetterHelp is a sponsor of our show. And they also, BetterHelp, and they offer financial aid as well. So BetterHelp is a sponsor of our show. You, um, I think it's betterhelp.com slash Nikki is where you can go to get, uh, I think it's like uh, uh, some, some bucks off your first month of therapy. But just by, take this, if you're someone out there right now, hey you listening and you go i wanted to try therapy but i don't this is your sign i'm talking to you do the boldest bravest thing you can do right now and go like download BetterHelp app and just fucking do it that's so it will be it will you don't have to tell anyone you do it you will feel cooler about yourself because you are doing something that's hard going to therapy is not easy it's not a fucking cop-out it's hard and, the and one, it's brave yeah and the one thing i have to say with therapy is that the first like five, if you go five times, you're going to get an understanding of why you're acting a certain way, what your yeah, history you was. And it's, I, I equate it to like a, whatever, back to golf, but like your grip, like if you could just get the foundation, you could apply it forever. Mm-hmm. All you need is like five, just start with five. But keep going. Yes, though. yeah, but you know what I mean. And though. let me like, just be honest with you. It takes a while to find a good therapist. If you don't find even better help, they are totally understanding if you want to switch uh, it's like dating, you guys. It, it, I've so many people go. I went to this therapist and she sucked, and then they never go again. Yes, that was a guy's voice. 
my, uh, I, just, I didn't like it. It's like, well, did you marry the first person you went on a date with on Bumble? No, this is everyone's different and you got to find one that works for you. And it takes about uh, I would give it a couple sessions with each one before you decide. Um, and okay. next, uh, slash Nikki Glazer slash Nikki Glazer. <laughs> so betterhelp.com slash Nikki Glazer. And you're going to get um, you're going to get a discount and uh, it'll be really great for our show because it's a great way to support the show. I really appreciate you guys listening and, and helping our advertisers and and giving them money gives us the ability to do the show. And it, it means a lot to me when you do next story okay a self-proclaimed flat-chested med student shows her tiktok followers how she fakes her boobs for her hooters job whoa okay noah so, pull it up yeah. i can't wait to see this this is my daily little dose of tiktok tiktok me making my boobs look great every day for work this girl is talking she says she this is girl that has amazing cleavage her boobs look like three d's and then she goes, me having double A's. Okay, her boobs look big anyway with with double A's. These are these are sneaky tits. I have the same boobs. You could mine look like double A's most of the day, and then I can make them look like that too. No, but you actually have C's. No, I have D's. Or D's. She doesn't have D's, she has double A's. I just don't believe it. <laughs> That's how good how, the makeup is. How did is. she? So she did that with makeup. Noah, did we? How do we learn that she? It's what she all did? in the article, Andrew. Why don't you fill Nikki in? So, twenty-two-year-old Kirsten Songer. Who's Kirsten? Says, how did she spell it? K I R S T. Oh, I'm guessing it's Kirsten then. It's says not- she has the chest of a teenage boy. She uses a push-up bra that adds two cup sizes and stuffs it with silicone inserts for a boost. Finally, she uses makeup to lightly draw lines of definition onto her chest that create the illusion of curviness. Get it, girl. I want to go work at Hooters. Oh, you would kill it. I, do you think I should get a side job? I, I'm not even joking you. If I could do it and not be, um, I would do it. I just want to see what that's like. It's like very light because I like being sexy and I like a job that's like your job is to be sexy. So it does, you don't get accused of like she's trying to be hot. That's what I like about strippers. I couldn't strip or I, I would be a great porn star. But um, what if you stripped? No, no, no. That involves dancing. Not going to do that. I would be an amazing porn star, though. Like, legit, I think I should have gotten into it. And I honestly... Remember I have... that friend we met who stripped the one time? In, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. And she you would never about... expect it. She said it was the most... But she was a good dancer. You can tell that girl's got some moves. I think you have Shout enough moves. You could just slide around the pole. No, I, I have no interest in stripping. I have more interest, even though it's like on stage, like stand-up. Yeah. I have more interest in... Um, uh, like when I was hooking up the other day, I'm not joking you. I was like, I think the way I felt about stand up when I first did it, which is like, I'm really good at this and I enjoy it so much. And it makes me feel good. Like I feel that way about, I mean, does everyone feel that way about sex of like, this is all I ever want to do? Uh, no, I have a, I think I'm a sex addict. I really, uh, when I'm in a relationship, I can get really obsessed with it. And, um, I got to watch that. But I really felt yesterday, I was like, I think I could do porn and really, really feel like talented. Oh, sorry. What's the the addiction? Is it from the connection with the person or the the actual orgasm? No, no, no. It's the orgasm is like, well, the dopamine from the orgasm. Orgasm is Christmas. You know, I don't even care for Christmas. I like Christmas Eve. It's all the buildup. It's being told not to come. It's being able to like, it's be, it's all the buildup. And I, just it's just feels i honestly feel like bet midler or something i'm like i was born to do this i was born to be whorish and i know that sounds I, i'm i'm reluctant to put this out there because 
I just, there is some, I realized something about myself this week when I was able to separate sex recreationally. Like I really, the person I've started hooking up with, I've like, it's like I found a tennis partner is what I've said to them because I've never related to that. Like, oh, this interest I have. I just actually wrote to my friend, Bobby Jaycox. He's a local comic because he plays guitar and I need a guitar partner. It's like, I'm tired of listening to myself. I'm too bad. And I wrote to him and I go, do you want to come over? I think he's coming over tonight to practice and um, to just hang out with me and play. And I, that's that's what I feel like I found with this person I'm hooking up with is like I have someone that I can really practice getting good at. And I don't know. There's just like this sense that like I could literally just I could pursue this as a career and like be fine with it and feel really like I was what, doing porn. Sp- yes. And what blocking out your face. No, like not if, saying if that a different fan. person, like if I no, gave up comedy and was just like, I'm Nikki Glazer, porn star, like putting my face out there and being a porn star. Like I, I'm for, I'm for the first time in my life. I'm like, I think I could do it. And I think I would have no shame about it. And I think that I could do it in a way that would make other women feel safe, indulging in their things and in, in their well, sexual. You could do an OnlyFans and. Start slow. Yeah, I, I could. I could. I'm 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 literally open to it and as as I get more into MILF and probably headed into GILF pretty soon territory, <laughs> there is a people do like the way the, the what I could bring to the table, I see that there's a market for it and I've always just been too embarrassed and not been able to separate it because sex to me marginalizes women so much and like makes them like we look down upon porn stars. I mean, porn stars literally can't get work elsewhere. I mean, they act like, oh, we love porn stars, even though it's the most consumed entertainment. I mean, insanely consumed. These people are ostracized from the world. And when they go to functions and their family know they do porn, the, the, oh, I don't know if I feel safe having my kid around you because you might start a gangbang at our family reunion. It's like people just have such scorn and distaste for porn stars and I feel like I am finally in a place where it's like oh I would look at it as an art and not something that is making me um, seek validation from others it's truly like I can bring women pleasure from showing how you can do that because let me tell you a lot of times I watch gangbangs and there's like a a, (laughs) this is way too much information please let me know if this is bordering on like kuh Cause I'm not trying to turn anyone on. I'm not trying to be like, I'm so sexy. Please want to fuck me. But there are times I'm watching porn and these girls who clearly love it, like in a gangbang or something, which I've never done, but I, I aspire to do someday. Um, this girl, like a, a dick will slip out, right? <laughs> like it happens. Yeah, sure. And the girl will just not say anything. Me. I would be like, put it back in. Like I would be demand. Like I like it so much. Like these girls. So I sense sometimes in porn that these girls are just doing a job and they're not really having the pleasure from it. And I know that you can't always enjoy yourself. When I'm on stage, sometimes I'm not having fun at all. And sometimes I'm having the best time. So I understand different days of like, oh, a dick slips out. I'm not actually like feeling anything right now because I'm thinking about like a thing I have to do later that it's like I have to do my taxes later. So you're not really worried. But there are a lot of times in porn where I'm like, I want that girl to like beg to put it back in like I would if this were happening to me. But that just indicates to me she's not really in it. And I... And I know that if I became a porn star, I would have days that I wouldn't care. But there's something about it to me that I'm so passionate about it that I think me doing it would not be me trying to get attention from men, which I always felt gross about in terms of wanting to be sexy, but really like displaying how much I can let myself go and be unbridled and be an example to women that they can also do that. And men. Well, I mean, I guess you could do, uh, I wouldn't, 
if I were if I, I were can't you, do it with comedy. I have to quit comedy because you cannot do both. You can't. Sasha Sasha Gray is the only one who's like kind of you know straddled those worlds of Hollywood and. I mean, would you have like a, a crew, but, like a mo- like yeah. you're gonna have a camera guy, a boom guy? Yeah, it's gonna be no. That's set what up. porn is. No, I know. And I will be able to much like when there's a boom and a thing, and I can have real moments on shows where people go. I just felt like that was the first time we've done this show where I felt like I was actually having a conversation with someone real who is present that you didn't notice all the lights and camera. I'm comfortable enough as a performer with on a stage to be very vulnerable, to be very in the moment and not think about like, I hope I look hot and just be free. And I think I could bring that to porn. Okay. But which a lot of women this kind of goes against the vagina thing. So are you just going to do anal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Never mind. I and got no, other, que- no other questions. All right. Next. Uh, why do I care? <laughs> why do I care? Please don't use this against me in any way. I just got really vulnerable there, but I just. I would never use it against you. No, no, you. no. I'm I... telling our oh, besties. Oh. And not that they would, but. And I'm not trying to be cool. I think sometimes it's cool when girls talk about sex because they're like trying to rile men up and make, make other girls feel insecure around their boyfriend. Like sometimes when I talk about sex with you and Brenna, I like even yesterday I go. You know, I was telling her about a situation that, you know, any girl could have in her life that wouldn't involve you. Right. And and I go, oh, I'm doing this thing. And she goes, like, that's got to be weird, though. Right. Like, how is it? I go, it's amazing. And you go, oh, it's terrible because you wanted to discourage. You made it about you when she was really just asking about my I was being sarcastic. You were getting a little insecure. No, I wasn't. mm, I was being funny, dude. Okay. Okay. Sometimes you take me like serious. I'm always joking. Okay, I believe you. I mean, obviously, I don't want her to do that. But, but me saying like I really enjoyed this thing is not going to make her go do it. I didn't say it did. But it did make you guys go do some stuff. I mean, yesterday I was talking about some stuff. And then Andrew goes, you would like that? And she was like, yeah. And oh, he was we like, got riled up, boy. I knew. I left them so horned up. I go, I got to go. And they were going to go play yeah, golf. And I go, fluffer. yeah, right. They're going to go play. I'm the biggest fluffer for people. <laughs> if you go see my show, I swear to God, you will get horned up. And it's not my intention. But you will. You and your partner will like get more honest with each other and have better sex. I mean, that lube is, I mean, I was Don't slip and slide. it was the lube. I think it was about uh, a lot more than that. I think uh, I got you guys. I think I helped your sex life yesterday. Just want to say. It didn't hurt it. I'll tell you that. Uh, why do I care? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Selma Hayek tells Jada Pinkett Smith, my breasts keep growing a lot. Oh, yeah. But they're natural. And the growth is because life changes like pregnancy, menopause, and periods of weight gain. Okay. So her tits are only getting bigger. I mean, I'm worried for her if these things... Oh, my God. They're so big. Yeah. I mean, her 2020 boobs, we're looking at a chart of 2011 to 2020. I mean, those are so... To any girl out there who has gigantic heaving boobs, talking to you, Robin, I'm talking to you, uh, who are my other listeners that I know that have huge tits, that I go, wow, that's a lot to walk around with. That's a lot. Like having that much tit on your body, running is hard. When my boobs are a little bit fuller from my period or whatever it is, she goes, my back has been really suffering from it, she said. And not a lot of people talk about this. I mean, I can't imagine 
carrying around those heaving heavy boobs. Some girls, I just know so many girls with just these gigantic tits and they, and they don't, whether or not you do anything with them in terms of displaying them, that is up to you. And I think you should, if you like them, there should be no shame around that. You have big boobs, show them off. A lot of girls are so embarrassed because they developed early that they got so much attention, unwanted attention before they were ready for male attention that they learned to hide them. And they still do even as adult women. And I hope that they find peace with that or maybe get a reduction or, you know, there's a lot of things, but I really think about you and your back problems and I don't ever go, oh my God, she's such big boobs. I hate her. I go, that's great. She has those big boobs. What a gift, but also what a curse in terms of just finding things that fit, finding bras that fit um, and, and, doing and jogging, any, doing anything like dancing, anything. Yeah. They, I mean, yesterday I didn't wear a sports bra underneath this kind of, I was going for a run and I had a, a tank top on that has a bra built in from Lulu, but I my boobs are in a situation where it's like maybe I could have used a bra underneath that, but I could still get away with the, just that. And I went for a run and I was like, they're they're going a little too much. And I feel like people in cars might think that I'm trying to be hot. Like it's always I'm so scared of people thinking I'm trying to be hot. And maybe I am. I don't even fucking know. Yeah, like who cares? I, don't know. I mean, throw them titties around. But why do I care about this? I care because. Um, she is just, uh, you know, being honest about her situation and we're all jealous of her yeah, boobs, no one, but yeah, no one wants to be like, here, Selma, like you built a career off your tits and then it's like, no, I fucking hate my own tits. She didn't say she hated them. She's just saying they're getting bigger and it's not like she's trying to make them. Even if she did try, it wouldn't be a problem. And also back issues. We need to, f- we need to consider women's back issues when we see big boobs and not just go, she's such a slut or big boobs like she gets to show those things off because she takes a fucking she takes a it's a lot of it's a lot harder for her in a spin class than it is for you small titted girl who's jealous of the big boobs not saying you all small titted girls are but when you hear that aggression towards big titted girls like she's slut or like she thinks she's so hot she also has back issues that she gets to show those off whenever she wants in my opinion let's get to our wednesday wild card segment today what are we doing noah we're going to explain this. This is the segment where we and, me and Andrew spend one minute uh, going into each other's rooms, which we are do not normally do. I've left my room completely as it was this morning when I woke up. No changes have been made. Andrew did make some changes to his room uh, based on this because he, you know, he has stuff he wants to hide. I don't want to invade his privacy. He was warned. We're going to go into each other's room, spend a minute. I made no changes. You did? Okay. Well, I, I, I told you you could. You just seem to really cans. not want to do I took the cans off the side table. Okay. I wouldn't have called you on that anyway. We all know that you, you put those you. I'm a can head. I know. A can head. Um, <laughs> Nick Cannon. I like that you have those cans out when you have a girlfriend over. So that shows me you're very comfortable with the can oh, can head being I'm a can head. Insanely comfortable. If with your bedside table like has so many cans on it, join the club. We're we're a bunch of can heads over here. We're a lot of can heads. Okay. Uh, we love seltzer. We love Zevia. We love Celsius. Uh, so let's go into each other's rooms. Under one minute, we have to look for a to snap a picture. We bring it back and we ask the person. Explain this uh, right, Please do not pay, I literally might have Left out a sex toy Please don't take a picture Of that because it, The crust on the sex toy Last time Grossed me out so much The picture you took And it was not representative Because it was like a white Like yeah. when I saw it later It was like very uh, Like delicate White snowflakey crust And when the picture You took It had a you yellow like a it, snowflake right it now It almost like you put A ring light with a golden <laughs> hue It looked like <laughs> It looked orange And it felt like I was like had a diseased puss Which I do not So um, that's why I was so embarrassed well, that's how I felt About the four corners Of my room Okay, you can t- you can take a picture of a, a sex toy. You can do whatever you want, honestly. Ready? And one minute. One Ready? Minute. My room's a little farther, so go. 
You go first. I'm back. <laughs> three seconds. Oh my god, three seconds. Come on, Andrew. Okay, I got I got some good ones and nothing too embarrassing. Yeah. Okay, I love this game because it shows me something about myself too. Um, I hope our viewers like this game. I know this is very intrusive. I appreciate you, Andrew, for partaking in this thing no, that I, I made up. It. I'm not. I don't. I'm on a book. Cool. All right. Uh, let's start with yours. I'm. I'm dying to know what you found. It's so hard though. I mean, I took four photos. So you got to choose one. I, I know I did do, too. How, you took. Let's okay. Go. I t- let's go through them all. Why not? Okay. <laughs> well, how about this? We'll do least to best. No, just okay. well, we're on a time clock. So okay. All right. So clock. you got the sterile the disposable scalpel. Oh, let me see this. Right next to your toilet. Okay, I I bought scalpels from Amazon. <laughs> Surgical scalpels. Scap, scalpels, I hate that word. And I did buy them so I could uh, get a wart out of your girlfriend's foot that also might be a corn, undecided still. Um, and I also bought them for the wart on my knee that I did uh, surgically remove last night with a scalpel. And oh my, with no anesthetic, and it felt amazing. And I was able to do a really good job because I watched so many videos. So let me just show you my work. Oh my God, I'm like worried about how deep this cut is going to be. Not at all. I just shaved it off. So I think I might have actually got all the warty <laughs> tissue off and I might be out of the woods. So I legit re- removed it. No more things to pick at. It's a totally smooth, flat surface. And um, and I put a Band-Aid on it. It bled like crazy as warts do. Um, but it was... I put um, oh antibacterial stuff on it and it's fine. And I'll, we'll see if it grows back. I hope it does because it was so fun to do. I mean, this is like medieval times. Yeah, I loved it. I love... Did I w- you bite on a spoon and then drink no, whiskey? No, it, it did hurt, but I was willing to take it. Okay, let me go through yours. I love that in every movie. Here's mine for you. We'll go back and forth. Um, this is behind your TV. Okay, get out of there. Is a belt on your desk. Is a belt and then a piece of gum... That has, yeah. is not is disposed of <laughs> no, and doesn't have gum. a wrapper. It's not gum. What is that? It's pl- it's paper. It is that you were chewing on. Yeah. Okay, so that explains that he just threw a piece of paper that he was chewing on. It looks like from a my piece bed. I threw it over bed. the TV. I so thought you know it'd exactly. Go, I thought it'd go into the crease. Okay. Uh, next up <laughs> for me, uh, mouth guard Invisalign on your bathroom on your bathtub floor. Let me see. Just oh, sitting there wow. The f- okay, so that, I no longer am using any of the Invisalign trays I have. So if that ended up there, it was probably in, um, I took it out in the shower ages ago, like months ago, and it was like sitting on top of that thing, and it got knocked over and just fell, and I've, I've left it. Okay, cool. Uh, but that could go in the trash okay. easily. Um, okay, this is a uh, saucepan next to your bed, a so- where cans used to be, you removed cans, but you left a gigantic saucepan on your bedside table. True. Uh, like a pot. I I use it to put put my computer on to record my podcast. Oh, I thought that was going to be a way more interesting story. Okay. A gigantic saucepan on his. Okay. Now what's up for you? (laughs) Yeah, that's my, that's my studio. Uh, (laughs) The things we use to, to, prop up a shot like are hilarious everyone does it i use that in a nike box if anyone wants to know though this is a good hack to prop up to put your phone so that you can shoot yourself yeah uh, a gym shoe has a perfect uh, amount of you can you can kind of put a sock in it to give it a little bit more uh they got got be low top yeah not hot you're right Uh, okay uh your closet kind of a mess let me see 
this picture just a mess uh that is my pile of uh that yeah i I've, my closet is in <laughs> i put all that stuff in there that's my um that's like my dirty laundry dude that that corner it's kind of going into the other corner because it's a small closet so you're right a big big mess of i'm a king of that i hide my i hide my shit in my closet and th- there's a duvet in there that might have had some fluids on it from the other night so i just like took it off and threw it there um all right <laughs> this is your toothbrush oh boy in the shower uh, next to uh, your shampoo bottles on the floor in the shower. Your yes. toothbrush. As we know, and I, then, I'm hold a on brusher in the shower. He's a brusher in the shower. I did check and go, you know what? Maybe one fell. He's left it there much like my Invisalign. Maybe there's a toothbrush next to his sink as well. Took a picture of the sink. No toothbrush in sight. So I want to know, you only brush your teeth in the shower. Yes. That means you don't brush your teeth at night. No, I don't shower at night. I br- I'm a one a day brusher. I'll, be, I'll admit it. That is but not I floss. okay. I floss and I pick. Okay, you got to start brushing your teeth more than once, Andrew. I just how want many you times to do you wash a day? Brush my teeth. Brush my teeth. Brush uh, my teeth. Three, at least brush- three. Really, uh, definitely when I wake up. But I've never thing- had a song written about my mouth. That's true. That is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> write a poem about how my breath smells and all. But also, your toothbrush <laughs> is on your shower floor. Like I'm a gross person, but and I would probably pick it up and use it again and kind of wash it off. But that's where you keep it. I know it's not smart. I, I almost Googled, do, I, can I put a chair in my shower? Like, yeah. what's that called? A shower chair? I think so. I a need, chair in your shower. I mean, <laughs> You know what it is? Because my shower head's shower too high stool? to get one of those like hang things. Oh, yeah. So I need something to take stuff off the floor. So Yeah, you, there's a little shelves you can buy. I'll <laughs> give you a, I think I have a shelf that I could actually give you. All right. And last one is uh, just... Even a cup that has a, uh, a toothbrush holder hole on it. You know what I mean? Like yes. the ones on your sink you can put on the floor. Uh, Last this one. Is very Let's move into final thought. Fi- final thought. I love this about your room. This is actually not even. Uh, I, I gotcha. It's just a poster, no frame, which we've talked about before. Yeah. I'm just always amazed that you went no frame like a college dorm, and I respect it. Thank you. Yes. I uh, I just didn't. I know myself, and I know that I will. Next to a lava lamp, by the way. <laughs> My room. I mean, your room is. Is a 17-year-old girl's. Yeah. This is University of Kansas right here. Yeah. It's it's what I never got to do is it's just I'm living. I'm just doing what I want, you know? I agree. I just, I, I'm tired of uh, pretending like, you know. I, I, I'm not questioning myself. I'm not being like, oh my God, you love Taylor Swift and you love Taylor Swift things, then pink things and girly things because you're trying to be cutesy and you want people to think you're unique and different. It's just what I like. Like I judge everything I do. Like, what do you really want out of this? Nikki? Are you trying to get people to like you more and think you're adorable oh, and quirky? Exhausting. And it's like, maybe I just am quirky. Like, what do I like? And um, I like shaving off my warts myself in like a medieval surgical, uh, the Nick style <laughs> that short-lived show Clive Owen and I like um and I don't care about I don't uh care about having an Invisalign uh just wrangling around my tub and I also like um I like I'm gonna get a bulletin board so I can put up all my like pictures and stuff I'm just I and I like my room to look like a teenage girls and uh that's my cribs when you're cutting your leg does it uh, does it hurt yeah but not... You don't like the pain, though. No, I do. Oh. It feels satisfying to remove something that is that I want to get off. The pain is not... When you get down to the skin, when you got to rip out that, like, when it's reaching f- fresh skin, because you got to... When you're getting a wart out, 
I've watched enough videos. You have to scrape the good skin too, just because warty tissue. If there's even a cell of warty tissue, it will replicate again. So you have to. You literally have to like cut into your skin and cut a new skin. But I've scratched my like. But you're not worried about infection. Um. You know, I am, but I am someone who has, I cut myself all the time accidentally. Like my hands have open wounds all the time because I'm just a rough person and I got to deal with a lot of cardboard boxes and I, you know, get paper cuts and I don't, I've had um, a staph infection before and I know when it's, I'll get, I'll get it treated if I get an infection. What happened? I, uh, I had a, uh, like a zip by my eye and mm. I tried to pop it with a needle and I didn't burn the needle. Yeah. This is like when I was like 22 or whatever. And right. I, I woke up. Like three hours later, and like oh, my eye was shut, swollen, and uh, and pus everywhere, and I it got infected. Oh, and if boy. you get infected right by your sinus, that's right to your brain. Like Dude, you die, you die. So scary. So I went to the hospital, uh, and uh, they got me on antibiotics. And this is where my brain was at. Yeah. I stopped taking the antibiotics so I could drink. Right. Meanwhile, I, know I have a, lot a sinus that. infection that could kill me. And eventually, they he dug out the pus, right? Yeah. He cut it. Mm-hmm. And then he realized I actually had a cyst under this could there. Be, this could have been your biggest TikTok ever is just posting this because people love popping stuff on TikToks. That's true. 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 So true. you had a cyst that they wouldn't have found so otherwise? he took a cyst. I was wide awake for this surgery. He burned. Wor- worst pain of your life? No, it wasn't that bad because he numbed it. Oh, the right. numb hurt, oh, okay. but I could hear him burning my skin. I was yes. wide awake, and the scalpel was coming right from my eye, and he Oof. had to cut out the cyst. Yeah. So this all started from a needle. I don't uh, know. Uh, yeah, I, so I'm, guy, I'm trying to think, like, how many cysts do I have in me? My mom scratched her <laughs> eye with a key accidentally. She was, like, itching her face and holding keys, and she scratched her eye with a yeah. key, and, like, it's, it's a huge issue. And one time I met a guy... When oh, I was she on the scratched road. her actual eye? Yeah, just gently, but it's turned into a gigantic issue. And uh, one time I met a guy, though, with a key. He just wanted to get, like, had a scratch in his ear. And, he oh. wanted to, and it turned into a nightmare, a medical nightmare, because uh, the key had some dirt in it. And and you just don't know. So but buy them on Amazon. Disposable. But these, ga- these scalpels, I, I, they were, you know, they're actually. Sterile. They're sterile. Yeah, they're sterile. And, um, and I opened a new one after. One, I just kind of was like touching it too much with even wiping it on Kleenex to get the blood and skin off and warty <laughs> tissue. I opened up a new one and um and I'm ready to go for. I just wanted to do surgery on myself t- to prove I can do it, and now I'm ready to to dig into. Well, we Prana. have that new doctor friend who can you could talk yeah, to him. I, I mean, would. Hey, you would have a field day. With I want to see what he would think about this about my surgery that I did on myself. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening to the show today. We got to go. We have a Thursday episode coming for you tomorrow. You know that. Uh, <laughs> then we're, we're going to be back on uh, the uh, on Monday. I think some people are taking off. We're not, even though it's not July 4th. I'm staying in town all weekend, actually. I actually can't wait to talk to you tomorrow because I have some news that I've kept from you guys. That's kind of sad news. And I didn't want to talk about it um, until I knew it was kind of out of the woods, but we're not so much out of the woods. Anyway, I have a, I have something to share tomorrow that I'm excited to bring you guys in on. Not excited, but um, Noah, you don't even know about it because I just didn't want you to be so sad, but um, and July so a, a loved one in my life oh. uh, was in a terrible accident and um, and I've been dealing with that, but that uh, that 
everything seems like it's going to be okay. And I actually have a great story of um, an accident turning into a really great thing uh, that I'll share with you tomorrow at the top of the show. So tune in then and we'll see you then. Don't be cut and all the swells. And July 10th, Waterloo, New York. Oh, July 10th, Waterloo, New York at a casino. If you guys are anywhere near there. And then obviously July 30th, my tour really kicks off. But July 10th is going to be fun. I'm Uh, excited. I am too. So soon. Uh, We'll see you there. Thanks for listening. Don't be cut. All the swells. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 